Welcome to the From Quarantine podcast, a weekly dose of dry humor from two Americans living in the heart of Europe. Hosted by January Newbanks and Tassie Gibson. Hello, hello, good morning, Tassie. Oh my goodness, good morning. How are you this fine, dreary, slash maybe snowy morning? Uh, good. Actually, when I took Tony out for a walk earlier, it's not as cold as it was yesterday. So it might snow because yesterday it was too cold to snow. But today yeah. it might. We have those flurries, but like nothing solid. I'm oh. I'm loving the snow, except for the fact that it's giving me like migraines every time we have like the actual snowstorm. <laughs> but oh, but afterwards, it's great. <laughs> Oh, bodies. They're so weird. I know. We should do a podcast about how weird bodies are. No, let's not do that. That would be be a whole podcast, and that's, like, a conversation I'm not willing to have. Although I do have a friend who, like, has his own, because he's a professor um, at a university in Virginia. He has his own cadaver lab. Oh, gosh. (laughs) If we wanted to get real morbid, we could. But... Maybe that's another podcast. Maybe like, you know, sometime after, you know, this pandemic is, is behind us. And in a certain sense, I don't know that it'll ever be completely behind us, but, you know, behind us enough that we can live our lives in freedom. You and I can start talking about topics that aren't global pandemics. (laughs) Imagine that. Imagine that we've tried twice. It hasn't worked out because the pandemic rages on. (laughs) which uh is an excellent way to dive into this morning so um we're recording again it's a minute since we recorded last um as you said we tried a couple of times and every time we tried the universe just shut the door and yeah it turns uh, out that my beloved mac book pro was dying a sad and and slow death that I didn't realize what was happening and things were getting lost or eaten or sent away to to the uh, far reaches of the universe, never to be seen again. <laughs> so, so my ingenious computer, whatever, whateverist husband has uh, set up a system that we can record until I get my new iMac in a couple of months here. So. So that's exciting. We'll have a new baby in the family. <laughs> <laughs> I love getting a new Mac. Oh, I mean, I've I only done it twice because you can literally keep them for 10 years, which is Yes. Amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. In my former life, I was a photographer. And so I had a 27-inch uh, iMac that had, like, you know, beautiful screen. It's giant and huge. And I had to give it up to become, like, a global nomad as they say (laughs) (laughs) so now I have this stupid 13 inch piece of no I'm just kidding it's it's a great little laptop but it's it's over eight years old so it's you know it's reached its conclusion that was the time when my when mine started showing showing her age and yeah some troubles yeah but it was a it was a rocky year and a half at the maybe, end. maybe we should start a Patreon for my my new computer. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to hear Tassie in January spout nonsense, <laughs> donate here. <laughs> donate here. Every five bucks will help. 
as long as like 5,000 of you. Because <laughs> Max is expensive. <laughs> oh. So anyway, oh. the title of this episode is New Year, Same Us. Because <laughs> it is. Yep. 2021, it's been, you know, barely over a week and... <laughs> And in and in that week, I mean, I think we all all over the world can acknowledge, you know, what's it was, happening. It was a year. It was a year. A year of seven days. <laughs> yeah, it so, was. It really felt like a year and seven days. And yeah, you know, but we're getting close. We're getting close to moving on. Um, in our home country's politics, we're getting close to moving on with the. With the dissemination of a vaccine or three or four, um, and yeah, so, lots of things are moving. It's and it's interesting, which is why we thought that we would talk about New Year resolutions. Yeah, and how what it's like to make New Year's resolutions in the middle of lockdown. <laughs> and, and I mean, like here in the Czech Republic, I don't know if you're in the states, you're probably like living life pretty normally but um here in the states uh or here in the czech republic i'm sorry uh we're on um uh, pace con five which means the highest level of lockdown uh in in this new system until our numbers uh start to drop and and obviously after christmas things did not go uh down <laughs> they went back up so we're kind of waiting that out uh any kids that are over third grade are are distance learning only kindergartens and first and second grade are are in the school building um but teachers are starting to get their immunizations and uh frontline workers are starting to get their immunizations so so things are moving slowly but surely but it's hard to make goals in when you when you know based on like the, the schedule for the immunizations that you're probably sitting at like June before you have your immunity passport. Yep. Because these things don't move quickly. <laughs> Sometimes. So tell me, Tassie, I know from talking to you because we're friends that you found <laughs> your um your goals for last year. Tell me about that. How was that? So actually, it's kind of funny. Um, I had the list on my fridge all year, and there was absolutely nothing in it that was unattainable because I aim low a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. Um, but I I find New Year resolutions to be um, a good way to be disappointed in yourself because... Yep. Usually you get about two weeks in and your amazing idea to do yoga every day falls apart and then you binge a bag <sighs> of chips. And <laughs> I know. You and I have talked about this before. I think our sweet part, sweet spot is like the 30-day challenge. Yeah, love 30-day challenges. Yeah. So actually, my goals for last year were okay. I didn't make all of them obviously but Mm -hmm. it was um I I had this notion to learn to play the ukulele which since that time I've sold the ukulele to a friend so that didn't happen (laughs) 
Um, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to accomplish if you don't have the ukulele. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that, I mean, it may not have happened anyways, but I think spe- specifically in 2020, like I just went through a dip where you and I talked about this. I didn't read. I didn't really even watch new shows, let alone pick up an instrument that I wasn't familiar with. So right. eh, that's fine. Then I had some language learning goals that also didn't really go that well um (laughs) because I didn't interact with other humans yeah language learning kind of requires you to some interaction with humans (laughs) Um, I had some goals for running which actually um I did get finally back into I don't know if I'd call it running but jogging consistently Uh um and then as always to reduce my plastic and limit my meat consumption, which happened because I bought nothing and ate very whatever came <laughs> at the corner shop. <laughs> yeah. So actually 2020 wasn't that bad as far as the goals I wrote down. Yeah. What about you? Oh man, it's a disaster. <laughs> you're you're okay. more ambitious with these kind of things than I am. I'm more ambitious and I have like quarterly goals, like sub goals, like quarterly goals and all this kind of stuff. So, um, well, I was writing a book at the beginning of 2020 Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so uh, one of my goals was a, was a, I have to tell you this from memory because, um, I do believe somewhere around September, October, I saw my list on my wall. And you burnt um, it. I did. <laughs> <laughs> it was just sitting there taunting me, so I threw it in a candle. Um, <laughs> you really did burn it. That's I really did burn it, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. I know you yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> I was like pardon my language f this I am just I'm not looking at this anymore they threw everything out the window and I was like I'm just gonna do whatever I want to do I stopped reading like anything with any literary value and just read happily ever after romance stories for the rest of the year (laughs) I know you do what you gotta do yeah so um I always have a reading goal I always set one on goodreads um okay I did. I, I my reading goal was fifty, and I surpassed that by a whole lot. I think I ended up at like a hundred and twenty something. Um, but like I said, the majority of them <laughs> were <laughs> the fluffy, happy uh, rom coms with happy ever after endings, right. um, and they take like a day to read and like zero mind power. Although I have found within the genre. Um, I have found a lot of appreciation for certain writers who write inside the genre, but like dare to go outside of the, the, uh, what do you call that formula fiction? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that was good. I've discovered some new writers that I like and yeah, but I, I remember the, the writing goal was the, or the reading goal was the big one. The writing goal, like just shut down. At the beginning of the pandemic, I think, like, with we started podcasting every day, and um, I do the editing and stuff like that, so there was even more, like, kind of underground work for me. So I think I just lost, 
lost control of the writing goal. But then also the story that I was writing started to not make sense in the world that we are living in now, if that makes sense. Like um, the way that they would travel about. um, Yeah, it's hard to, I feel that way when I watch TV shows, it's sometimes really hard to watch the world be normal on television or on the screen. Uh Like, Oh, look, they're in a concert and no one's wearing a mask. Yeah. Good social distancing. And your brain's like, oh my God, this is fiction, but it's just hard to, yeah. Yeah. I just watched like um, a concert on uh, Netflix. Like, you know, they've been doing those concert videos. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I was like, oh my God. It may have been in like a Taylor Swift concert, something that would have been like packed out or something. And they all had like wristbands on that glue up so you could see like each individual person. person. Glowed up, glue up, glow up. Sure. I'll, <laughs> I'll take any of them. I don't know which one is right. Glowing. Use, use the continuous tense. Yeah, glowing. They were all glowing. So you saw... <laughs> exactly how many people there were and exactly how close they were to each other and um yeah I was just I I started to feel like legit anxious like yeah watching all those people be in such close space like that was nuts yeah yeah um so my writing goals I haven't written really since I have that's not true I have written on my phone but I haven't like really sat down to write like a story I haven't started a new book, I should say, or tried to adapt this book that I was writing to modern times. I figure I'm going to give myself a little space, a little time. Um, Or fed it in 2018. Yeah. Have a before and after, like, yeah, that'd be fun. But yeah, so writing goals didn't go so well for me this year because I, my brain had monkeys in it and... They were not easy to tame. So yep. I just let it go. I got it. I totally understand. And I feel good about letting it go. It was like one of those things where it was just like, I got to let this go. And then I started painting and that actually went, did really well for me. Yes. Because you did the 100 day project, right? With I the- did the 100 day project. Yeah. Which is stuck actually starting again at the end of January. And I'm trying to decide if I want to do it again. Because 100 days is like, it's a lot to commit to. But that's true. Uh, yeah. But I actually um, subscribed to a new, like, art, I don't know what you call it, like an art box subscription from the UK Uh called Artful, not sponsored. And, uh, but if you want to sponsor as Artful, I will (laughs) gladly take your money. Um, But it's called Artful, and the first one was uh, lino printing, so, like, scraping out your your design and then you print it um with ink and a roller it's really fun and so I played with that for a while and then this one is ink which mixes with watercolors nicely so yesterday I spent the day kind of busting out the watercolors again and and seeing how using ink and watercolor is different and stuff so it's I think maybe I might do another 100 day project because I really enjoyed it or maybe I'll do a 30 day project I'm not sure we'll see like I said, 30 days is kind of my sweet spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I, I like it. I like 30 days. I can do anything for 30 days. We've talked about this. 
If you would like to hear more about this, please refer to our previously <laughs> recorded podcast. <laughs> yeah, so, there's some real gems in those old old podcasts. I started listening are, to them again a little while ago, and I was like, man. I'm still getting comments from friends that are listening um, that either re-listened. I had a friend or two say that they went back and re-listened to some. I've had a friend recently that told me that she was binging the old ones. Um, nice. So it's nice that people are still listening to us. I hope, <laughs> I hope they don't need us as much as we needed the podcast in that first lockdown. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So how did you go about setting goals for this year, knowing what we know about last year? <laughs> so so my goals this year um, are actually very similar to the goals last year. But what I noticed is I tried to be a bit more specific this year because I think um, last year I was like, okay, so I want to start to run for example and this year I have specific challenges the way I want to do it which works better for my brain and I also think when the world around you is a bit turbulent and you don't know day to day what restrictions are going to be in place or what you're going to be able to do like being able to have specific goals helps my brain uh separate from the uh turbulence around me so, for example, I want to continue with the running. So, I'm doing a 500 kilometer challenge. So, I should do 500 kilometers in the year, which is not bad because it ends up being about 10 kilometers a week. So, mm-hmm. if I go running three times uh, in the week, three and a half kilometers, then I would reach my goal. So, it's very like I broke it down into chunks. I can do that. I can run one day three kilometers. I can run one week three times. I can run within the month so many times. So I think for my brain, that is kind of how I organized it so that it doesn't feel overwhelming. Yeah. Um, I started Duolingua. If anyone out there has tried to learn a language, you've probably heard of Duolingua because it's, I think, one of the most well-known apps. Um, it's not great if you want to communicate with other humans. It's kind of, they teach you weird vocabulary. Um, (laughs) but it's really good for training grammar because you repeat, repeat, repeat. Um, so also doing that because they send me little reminders every day. You've been on our app for 10 days in a row. Don't you want to (laughs) I know the streaks are so motivating, aren't they? (laughs) Yeah. So. I'm doing that, and I'm doing Czech and Spanish, um, because the Czech, just to keep my brain in the Czech world, mm-hmm. but the Spanish, because I feel like I need something that feels far away and fairy taleish. Mm-hmm. and Spanish is like the epitome of sun and uh, music and fun, and while I'm not traveling, at least my little tongue can be saying, mm-hmm. oh, I'm kind of like I feel like I retained zero from my my four years of studying Spanish in school and university and then like I land in a Spanish-speaking country and um 
or then like I'm in like a cab in 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 the Czech Republic and I reach for Spanish all the time. Like I remember words I didn't even know I had in my brain. And then I land in a Spanish country and all that comes is Czech. <laughs> yeah, that's the beauty of brains. I know. They're a bit crazy. They are a bit crazy. I also I mean, I, Oh, go ahead. No, I mean I understand the Spanish part because it's like your brain reaches for whatever foreign language has been like cemented in there for long enough. Um, but like I don't get it. Like why can't I speak Spanish in Spain and not and Czech in Czech Republic? But yeah, yeah, brains, they're weird. They are. I have the same problem that happens to me all the time when I travel somewhere and I start trying to speak Czech and I'm like, uh, nope, this doesn't work. <laughs> Look out your window. Look at the snow flurries. It's beautiful out there. It is beautiful out there. I hope it snows a lot. Lucy really wants to go sledding today. so I will cross my fingers and hold my thumbs. <laughs> um, so, oh, the other thing I started was I have online check lessons. I finally started once a week with a teacher that I found on an online platform. Um, and that'll be good for me. I need my brain to actually speak Czech with someone that I don't know. Like anyone who also learned a language, it is not great to learn a language from someone that you are familiar with (laughs) in my my personal opinion. Um, you can get familiar with them after some time, but you're in that language, right? But if you know the person beforehand, in one language, and then you try to study another language with them. So although I have friends who teach Czech, I wouldn't take Czech lessons from a friend. So um, yeah, so I, I'm I getting myself back into using my brain, which I think was the most important goal for 2021 for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, using it for something besides scrolling Facebook and finding yourself ragey. Yes. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Less time on Facebook and, uh, and well, even Instagram is starting to become, Oh, I know. Help it. But, um, the stories, I think the stories is where we went wrong with Instagram. But, um, <laughs> but there's so many snark accounts out there. And like, honestly, even if I agree with the snark and it makes me feel really good to agree with the smart snark, I feel like it's destructive for your soul. Ooh, so it's like, itching, it's like itching poison ivy, right? Yes, or itching yeah. bite. It feels good at the moment, but all you're doing is causing yourself pain later. So, yeah, I totally agree with you. Yeah. So I think as much as I love my my Facebook community, the people I've kind of narrowed it down to, like, and haven't hidden or blocked <laughs> or unfriended altogether. <laughs> um. Yeah, as much as I like the people who are on there, I just, I can't. I just can't yeah. with the with the memes and the hatred and, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it, I'm, as, like, we've gone through, you know, just to touch on the uh, insurrection in the U.S., as we've gone through that process, I've just realized, like, there's a lot of people on, in, on Facebook and Instagram just, like, hoping other people die. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and like that, and I remember when like 
that happened with Barack Obama, like with people on the right, like started saying like, I hope he dies or something like that. Like, and I remember being so shocked by that, you know? And then now like here in 2020, I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> it's another day, another dollar. <laughs> it's become so, um, so normal to hear, you know, like, oh, I hope Trump dies of COVID or I hope, you know, blah, 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 this happens. And, and I just feel like it's not good for my soul. So you also follow much broader people insights than I do. Like that doesn't come up mostly in my world because, um, you don't see the people (laughs) like calling for Trump to die or no, like just, just generally laughing about the idea that he might or something like that. No, I don't really read. Oh, I don't read the comment sections of things because uh-huh. you deep dive yeah. madness. There's um, nothing good there ever. There's nothing good on comments. Um, the, <laughs> so I don't usually see those sorts of things. And I limit myself to like BBC, The Guardian, um, Vox. So like Bez, Bez, <laughs> without comment. Um, <laughs> sneaking in there um but i do have to say i live for the memes we did a whole podcast about memes i live for the memes i don't like the vicious memes but i have a whatsapp uh group with two students slash friends um and like we kind of joke half serious that the memes that we sent each other in 2020 got us through um (laughs) living for the memes but I think the memes are more funny than uh we don't have any vicious ones or I try to avoid all of that my brain can't handle it on on either side I don't accept it right left middle I don't care where you are like I don't want to hear the 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 pain yeah I just I feel like the the problem with 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 memes in general, like not not your specific memes, but the problem with memes in general are that it paints the other side as like stupid or foolish. And you know, why can't you see this brilliant logic one zinger, um, one off zinger that I've got here and just change your whole mindset? And I feel like it's just uh yeah, it's bad for my soul. It's like I, I want to cheer for it and be like, yeah, that's a good one. But it didn't come from me. And yeah. So like. Maybe in 2021, you should put <laughs> limit media consumption. I know. Yeah, it's on there. <laughs> it's on there. Tara, Tara Milo, friend of the podcast. Um, She has on her Facebook some kind of um feed filter. I'm sure that you're aware of this sort of thing. Uh So basically she doesn't see any of that unless she turns it off. Like it just filter. I don't know how she has it filtered. I'd have to ask her exactly. But basically she just sees, let's say, yeah, news stories, like only BBC. She doesn't see any of the craziness unless she wants to, which sounds amazing. But then maybe we should all just delete Facebook. (laughs) Seriously. I feel like Facebook has had its day. No. Had its day. It's but, time to move on. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I do actually have limit limit to my social media um on my list for this year. Um 
I have, I need to pass the A1 or A2 check test, depending on which one is required when I require, when I request my permanent residency. Mm-hmm. So I've been also taking check lessons <laughs> um, and trying to get ready for those. And A1 and A2 are super easy, but I'm still, I'm still nervous because I haven't taken a test in like how long, you know, <laughs> especially not a language test and check. Like I find sometimes just like the simplest words just get lost in my head or like the simplest like declinations or something like I can't, I can't bring it forward. So I need to practice, 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 because that's really the problem is not using it. Um, you have to go back into SAT uh, mode. Remember, yeah. it wasn't about the knowledge. It was about how to take the test. I feel yeah. like the, the, these kind of standardized tests, what I always tell my students when they take like the FCE or CAE, which are like um, standardized uh, tests for English language. Mm-hmm. It's really about knowing the test more than the the skill yeah yeah and I also might have to take that integration cultural integration course um yeah they've just introduced it and anybody who has like a visa that started from this point on I don't know but since mine's a continuing visa I don't know if I actually have to take it it's no big deal it's just you know four hours of my life somewhere in a building learning about how to integrate into Czech society five years later but um I was gonna say I would be surprised since you've been here for so long my understanding was it was for new new arrivals or people on short visas but yeah we'll see um they gave it to me the morning that I went to pick up my new um identification card so and the they had literally just announced it that morning so my helper from the agency that we use was like I don't know if this applies to you and the woman who was handing it to us was like I don't know if this applies to you (laughs) (laughs) and so I think I think I'm going to check back in a couple weeks and see what exactly like they figured out because I think nobody really like understood the uh, extent to which they were rolling it out. Yeah. Do you have any interesting, not that, not that they all haven't been riveting so far, but do you have anything like kind of out of the ordinary on your list this year? Um, well, not really, but you know, I love quotes. So something that I put on every year, I've written it in my diary since you said it to me and you probably said it to me five years ago. So at least for five years, it's been my mantra. Uh, happy people do not say yes when they mean no. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Um, it's not a traditional new year's resolution, but I, um, have consistently over the last 41 years of my life, um, been a people pleaser and I just say yes to all sorts of things. And you really know, hard not to, troubles, yeah. <laughs> the troubles this has caused me over the years, which is probably why you said this to me at some point. Um, <laughs> I think you even gave it to me in a card. I don't even think you said it to me. I think you literally wrote it down. You're like, here's a card. Put it on your fridge, <laughs> live by it. Um, and I, I, I mean, I've worked a lot on saying no. I've worked a lot on not saying um, sorry. Those were t- things that two years ago, I, the 
universe and I had deep discussions about. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like I'm in a good place, but it is it always goes on my New Year resolution. I always put it because it's not about saying no to people that you're cutting them off, but something that really struck me in 2020 is the the ability to say no because it was pandemic. So you were like, uh, sorry, um, can't do that. Um, the ability to say no allows you to say yes to people and things that are, I don't want to say more important, but that ha- can be valuable in different ways. I think I tend to say yes to lots of things and lots of people because I don't want to disappoint or I think it would be interesting or this or that. And I really realized this year that, you know, that your your core people and the core activities that make you who you are um, can be the most fulfilling when you don't have all that extra. Yeah. Yeah. It's like choosing to hang out with like one friend who really knows you versus like five acquaintances in one week. Like you'll get more out of the one interaction with the friend that really knows you than trying to go all over the place, meeting the five acquaintances. Right. And I think also it allows you to say yes to things. It doesn't mean to be selfish and only say yes to things that you want to do like sure. it allowed me to say yes to neighbors that normally I would be too busy to take the time to spend an hour helping them with something and mm-hmm. I got to know several neighbors in my neighborhood over the last year that simply because I had time I was able to say yeah let's take that walk or yeah I'll go grocery shopping for you um mm-hmm. or you know have a cold or something so I think that that like really genuinely wanting to say yes doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be selfish. It just means that you're spending time where it's valuable. Yeah, definitely. I think I'm trying to think if I have anything interesting on my list this year. I'm sure you do. You always have interesting things. <laughs> Not that I was really trying to keep the bar low this year. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Andy and I have decided that someday, somehow, we would like to buy a chalupa or a chata, um, which is the Czech tradition of going to the country and having a country house. Um, and so, you know, we have some financial goals as far as that goes. And also, we have some exploring to do because we'd like to find an area in the Czech Republic that we really love. Um where we could buy a small piece of property and have some green for the kid and the dogs and, you know, be in the forest, that whole thing. Um, That's a great idea. So, yeah, so there's some financial goals there. I want to read 50 books again, um, but I put on this year, I want to read five classics, which I feel like is a lot. Nah, that's fine. I'll help you on five classics. We can read five classics together. Yeah, let's do it. And um, just because last year I was so like, like the name of the game was mindless entertainment. I mean, like if you look all over the world, yeah, <laughs> you know, the success of like Tiger King and like, <laughs> oh, yeah. have the uh, the but number one. The shift. The- you can see the shift because Queen's Gambit came out at the end oh. of this year, which was just a beautifully insightful. Yes. Um, Oh my gosh. 
yeah, it was it was so well done. And you could kind of see that shift that went from Tiger King in March and <laughs> you know, in March to like rounding up the year with these beautifully done uh, shows. So, yes. Yeah, Queen's Gambit true. was just gorgeous, wasn't it? Oh, oh, yeah. Do you know she got to keep all those clothes? Oh my gosh, no! Yes, she... Part of the reason why I cut my hair after watching that was because of her haircut. Oh my god, I know! It was so... Yeah, I watched an interview with her on uh, maybe Stephen Colbert, I think. Um, and she was talking about how she and the costume woman worked so closely together to choose all of the the wardrobe um that uh when the show was over the the woman was like these are yours so so she's they're now in a museum um or like on a display for for some sort of thing and then uh they'll come back to her and she's like i can't ever wear them out because i'll look insane but <laughs> like I'm trying to be my character. Those dresses, that black and white dress at the end. Oh, time. Uh, I know. I know. Queen's Gambit if you haven't people. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um Well, I have a crazy question for you. Yeah. Um let's let's pretend, make believe, imagine in our minds um that 2021 is just going to go amazingly. And vaccine's going to roll out. What is your, um, like, first thing you're going to do when the world is normal, in air quotes? Like, is there a place you want to buy a ticket, a plane ticket to? Is there a thing you want to do, a restaurant you want to sit in? What's your Mm -hmm. uh, wish list? Restaurant I want to sit in. I miss cafes more than I miss like fancy food or whatever. I miss that like cafe culture, just like sitting by the river in a cafe, just kind of watching things go by, people go by. Um, I, so I, I just want to spend a lot of time in a cafe with a book as soon as I'm allowed to. I'll buy like five coffees. I won't be a, I won't be a mocher. I'll just sit there and buy as many coffees as I can handle as a human being. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like, some of my favorite places that I haven't been around the city just because I haven't felt like, like, exploring. But I also, I want to um, walk around, like, Old Town and the Bridge and, like, really spend some time there before the tourists come back. Yeah, yeah. That's plane good. ticket wise I mean I feel like I have to say my family because I haven't seen them in over a year and I really really want to see them so but I don't know when U.S. travel will be um available so like barring that possibility I want to get to the south of Italy as quickly as possible oh nice yeah mm-hmm. I want to sit I want to go back to the Amalfi Coast and a little hotel called Hotel Popetto. And I want to sit on my little uh, patio and watch the waves every day, all day, all day and all night. Mm, I hear ya. Yeah. Somewhere warm and sunny and happy. Mm. You know, like 
not head up to Norway to <laughs> catch the end of that. <laughs> yeah. I, I also would say, like, okay, big plane ticket, family. Of course. I want to get, like, this is this is definitely the longest I have gone without hugging my the members of my family. And yeah. Um, it's at the point where it's starting, like, starting to make my brain itch mm-hmm. the way that it didn't before. Yeah. Um, and especially because at Christmas, I saw a lot of um, teachers from American teachers that went home to the States. So it's not that we can't go home, <laughs> but I don't feel comfortable with my family situation exposing them yet because right, yeah, uh, I have older grandmother and a mom with some health issues and I would have to isolate and get tests done there and then once I'm there I would need to be isolated so practically I really would like to have the vaccination before I go but that aside because that's (laughs) that's a given let's say um I want to be on a train for more than four hours. Like I want to go to Krakow <laughs> or I want to go to Budapest. I want to yeah. be on a train with my dog going to a place that's comfortable, but that's foreign. This is the first time since 2003 when I moved here that I've been in the Czech Republic for an entire calendar year. That yeah. has never happened. So I just want to eat some pierogies or to sit <laughs> at Budapest, like something that's foreign yet familiar. Oh, man, sign me up for the baths to Budapest. <laughs> yes. Um, also, I need to see the sea. So that would be number two high priority is to get my little toes in the Mediterranean, whether that's Malaga or Malta or Italy, but um, I have some plane credit from Ryanair that, if it's possible, I'll be on a plane sometime. Nice. Um, And same as you, I miss the cafes. I miss just sitting and drinking a cappuccino out of a thick porcelain Mm. cup and a little cookie on the side. Um, A little spritzy water. Yes, with the little spritzy water and Tony under the table waiting for a friend to come. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And I think actually we kind of had a taste of that in the summer because the summer was quite open here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it also goes hand in hand with waiting and looking forward to the warm weather again. I love the snow. I love the the winter as well. But um, I feel like... After 2020, I just want sun on my face and yep. that new beginning. I think this spring and summer is going to feel like that. Let's all hope. <laughs> I agree. So I haven't forgotten that I have our little moment of calm and I have a quote for you today. Hit me. All right. It's from Karen Kaiser Clark. Life is change. Growth is optional. Choose wisely. Ooh. Ooh. I love this one. That's a good one. It's so true. Like life changes around you and you can either just be like, yeah, life changed and you stay the same Mm -hmm. or you grow and you adapt and you become a better 
version of you or a different version. It doesn't necessarily have to be better, although usually you're growing. Um, And it's a choice. I love that. Yeah, I love that too. It definitely puts the, um, the power back in your hands. Like when you hear a quote like that, I feel like, you know, it's really easy to, to watch everything around you and feel like the power is slipping out of your hands especially Mm -hmm. during like a pandemic. But when you hear a quote like that, it kind of centers you and, and you realize how much you still affect, like how much, like everything can be going crazy around you, but you can make decisions for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good one, Tassie. Good one. Oh, I try. Um, we'll be back guys. Yeah. We are not, setting any new year's resolutions around the podcast it's gonna come as it comes (laughs) but we're gonna try we're gonna try to uh to stick to a schedule because i really think that well the problem has been has been technical difficulties but i really think that these episodes are sort of a journal of where we were mentally, like going back and listening to our old episodes, you really hear where we were mentally, where we were like physically even. Um, and it's a nice like journal for us to look back on if nothing else. So tell your friends, hopefully. Um, and we'll, we'll try to be putting out episodes for you guys to listen to. And also if any of you have any feedback that you would like to send us um, to let us know. We love listener mail. <laughs> yeah. To let us know what, um, what kind of content you'd like to hear, what kind of episodes you'd like to have us do. Um, please, you can reach us on Instagram on from quarantine, or you can send me an email January at from quarantine dot says it. Um, CZ for you Americans out there. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I just realized like it's become so, so uh, ingrained in my head to say says it that like, now I'm like, Oh, no, CZ. Yep. from quarantine.cz and you can also reach us through our website so thank you Tassie for joining me this Aww. morning bright and early I love drinking coffee with you in the morning yes <laughs> and we'll be back soon definitely ciao ciao thanks for listening to this week's episode of from quarantine We are live on all platforms, so you can find us on everything from the big guys like Apple Podcasts and Spotify to your favorite podcast apps. You can get updates on our episodes on Instagram, just search for From Quarantine, and you can find our full show notes on our website, quarantine.cz. We would love it if you would like and share our episodes with your friends, but if you could also take a moment to rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, that would help us out tremendously. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week. This podcast is brought to you by the coronavirus outbreak. Live together. Die alone.